0: What's up and welcome to Fortitude in 15 with Sam Panich and Parker Yadlon, presented by Elevation Nation. In 15 minutes, we're going to talk about what's going on in the real world and give you some tips and tricks on how to activate mental fortitude and conquer the real world.
1: We got another episode of Fortitude in 15 coming to you now, presented by Elevation Nation. Parker and I were hyped for this episode. We're doing things a
0: little bit differently this week, right, P? Yeah, man. This week, we are bringing ourselves back to our roots. I feel like where Elevation Nation started way before we even thought of Elevation Nation idea. So we're going to walk through a little bit of our our Bible, if you want to call it that. So quick story
1: time, sophomore year, Parker and I are living together, not together, but in the same house at the University of Maryland in our fraternity house. Parker. Basically living together. Exactly. (laughs) Parker one night comes into my room, pounds on the door. He's like, yo, open up, open up. I found this insane thing. I got to read it to you. So Parker comes in. We end up sitting for the next four hours talking about this thing that we're going to share a bit with you now. He's like, I found this list of a hundred rules to live by. I'm going to read each one to you. And we did that all night. So this episode, Parker and I are going to read out. We're just going to do a few this episode and then we'll see how long it takes us. But some of them we agree with. Some of them we did not agree with. Some of them I agree with. Parker disagrees with. We're interested to hear what you all have to say Again, as we all are on this journey to try to figure out and understand life, this was something that really resonated with Parker and myself when we first read it, and we're excited to share it all with you. I wish we could give them credit where Parker got this, but we
0: have no idea. So if you know where this came from, let us know. I have no idea but I feel like whoever created it is a pretty smart person and I also thank them because this is like I said just now kind of where this all started I remember that night when we were just hanging out reading these and we're like wow this is a whole new world to like when thinking about some of the things that he was saying like we never thought about these things so let's dive into them how about that Sammy I like it let's do it you got number
1: one let's uh Read it off. Again, we did not come up with these. We're going to debate them back and forth. We'd love to hear what you all think. You know, so feel free to reach out to us. But Parker, number one,
0: why don't you read it? Rules to live by. Number one is measure yourself only against your previous self. Is that a thumbs up, thumbs down? Agree, Parker? Disagree? What do you think? Why would you measure yourself, first of all, against this future self that you wouldn't know of? How can you even do that? You can't quantify the future success Of yourself and then compare yourself now to that future person that you want to be, that sounds like you're going to end up in a really miserable place because you're never going to know what your future self holds. But then also, by measuring yourself only, that's the the key word here, only against your previous self, you shouldn't be comparing yourself to anybody. Everyone's living their own life. Everyone's doing their own thing in their life that makes sense for them And while, yes, it may look like people have unbelievable things going on in their life, it wouldn't be fair to yourself to then compare yourself to those people. Where in the sense that you should be comparing yourself to your previous self to see, okay, was I better yesterday? Was I worse yesterday? Was I better a year ago? Five years ago? By looking back on your life, and really becoming a little bit introspective and self-aware of where you came from, that is the best way, I think, to really measure yourself against your, your own self. Do you have anything to add there? I think a lot of times it's very easy for us to
1: get caught up and measure ourselves against everyone but our previous selves. I think when you see social media, you don't see pictures of your old self. You see pictures of other people, right? When you go on LinkedIn, you don't see your old job postings don't come up on your feed. You see everyone's new job, their new idea, their new concept that other people are posting. And I think, unfortunately, social media perpetuates us comparing ourselves against other people. But true people with mental fortitude are able to hone in on their self-awareness, block out the comparisons with others, and focus on their measurements against themselves. So I,
0: I think this is easier said than done, but it's a great one. But by nature, Sam... In our world that we live in, it's set up that you compare yourself to other people. It's just by nature, by everything that goes on in our world, how could you not compare yourself to others? But when you have that understanding, that mental fortitude to take a step back and realize everything else doesn't really matter, the only thing that you really should be comparing yourself to is your previous self. Is that because humans are naturally competitive?
1: Like, Why do you, why do you think it's normal that we measure ourselves against other people because there's always a competition between us and other people, right? Like you're with yourself 24-7. You're not with other humans as much as you are with yourself. Shouldn't, doesn't it make more sense to always compare yourself to the thing that you're
0: always with that you know better than anything? Food for thought. If you're comparing yourself only to your previous self, then what are those measures that you're comparing in your life? What inspiration do you have? What, What do you want to strive for? If you can't, you know what I mean. But it's all—it's like all defined to you, and that—that's th- why I think this is so interesting and so awesome that this is number one because it comes directly back to what you and I have always preached. Yeah, you need to figure this out for yourself. Success, Sam, for you is going to be very different than success for me. So I have no reason to compare myself to you. In my measure of my own success, that would be stupid of me. Yet we do it naturally. You have to fight that
1: urge, that human instinct. Okay, this was a good one. I mean, this one obviously pretty deep. All right, so that was number one. This next one a little bit more fun, a little bit <laughs> a little bit different. The cool part about these 100 is they're all over the board here. But yeah, this one says number two: never cancel dinner plans with a date by text message. So this one I think is funny. Parker and I, you know, we kind of hate on social media a bit. We hate on the societal norms that I think our younger generation has that they don't know how to communicate or have good interpersonal skills. Um, I think there are pros and cons to that, right? All those young kids who are used to the digital world and now are working because of COVID in a digital world, they probably have an advantage. But as soon as things go back to normal, they're going to have a disadvantage. I don't know. This plays on that concept a bit, Parker.
0: I think this this number two, never cancel dinner plans with another person by text message. It comes all back to character. It's so simple that we're talking about this, but the root of this rule to live by is the sense that If you are going to commit to something and then back out or something comes up, the person that you committed to deserves to hear that from you rather than hiding behind a phone, writing in a text message and just hitting send because that's so easy. That's so easy to do. Yes, a lot of people would take that easy way out because they don't need to deal with the ramifications or the fear of having that conversation. But like I said, when it comes back to character, I think it's super ingenuine. Yeah. Listen, it's it it, it
1: you're right, it all comes down to, to character and I think empathy, right? Empathizing with another person who might be in that other position, you always want to try to, you know, make sure that you're acting in the, the kindest way towards the other individual.
0: One more thing to add. Yeah. This isn't just for Canceling dinner plans or a date, or it could be for any piece of things. If you're canceling, or you have to skip a meeting, or you have to, I don't know, you're supposed to meet a friend for coffee. It actually looks worse if you're just saying, Hey, I can't make it tonight. You know, I'm canceling. Call them up, be a little bit vulnerable, tell them why you couldn't join or what. They're going to have a lot of respect for you if you're able to reach out and have that verbal conversation together.
1: One thing that's cool that I that I want to add about this giant list, and that I think it's awesome, is, you know, one of the things we say at Elevation Nation is mental fortitude is something that's not taught that Parker and I want to teach it to everyone because usually you learn it through life events that happen to you or lessons passed down from parents or mentors. Again, mental fortitude is not a class, I think a lot of these sayings and rules to live by go hand in hand with life events that probably occurred to this person, whoever wrote these, that helped them gain mental fortitude. And that's why I think it's cool that Parker and I are talking about it. So number three, the last one we're going to talk about today, because I think Parker and I are, are, we're both smiling at each other right now because I think we've heard this one and experienced this one firsthand Pretty much every week, Parker uh, Parker experienced it the other day. It is number three. Ignore the boos; they usually come from the cheap seats. So, Parker, you want to tell your quick story of a boo that you got this week and uh, how you ignored it?
0: Yeah. So, Sam and I have been playing with uh, TikTok, and I posted a video about our experience in Iceland. It was, you know, a few pictures and me and talking, and I emphasized the word literally. I think twice in the, the video. And yes, I could have cut it out. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to send it out to the world for you to see. And like 20 minutes later, Sam and I have like 15 followers on TikTok. Some dude randomly comments literally <laughs> in like capital letters just trolling me. I'm like, oh, man, I just want to say I hate you, man. But no, I didn't say that this rule to live by ignore the booze. They usually come from the cheap seats it makes it's just so interesting. It's just the people who are hating on you are hating because they don't have what you have. The people who are continuously giving you crap and shit for things that you think you're doing well in your life means that they're jealous. They want to be where you are and people who are successful and are happy with where they are in life, all they want to usually do, I believe, truly, is give out great advice, great love, great whatever it is. Like, I feel like good people, successful people don't try to wish for other people's faults and failures. Yes. I,
1: I, so I think where you're going with that, and I'm going to restate it for you, is. People who are content and happy with their position in life and are confident in who they are, they don't see other people's successes as threats. They see them as opportunities to lift other people up even higher. But people who are not confident in who they are or are not happy with their position in life see other people's successes as threats and therefore are booing from the cheap seats.
0: All right. So, Sam, I I actually really enjoyed this exercise. I think... You know, these. there's so many of these, and some of them will literally take 30 seconds for us to get through. But, you know, maybe... some are hilarious. Maybe we won't be going through every one of these like we just did, you know, where it takes a whole episode. Maybe we'll take one or two and speak to it in parts of Fortitude and 15. Obviously, Sam and I still want to talk about things that are coming up in the world that are very relevant to what is going on for young people in today's day and age. But we think that... This hundred rule list is going to be a great addition to some of the things and conversations we have. But with that, we are not getting rid of Parker's perspective because that would be rude to me. Sorry, I had to say it, but this week's quote of the week comes from the Philip Bass who sent it to me. It's actually not by Philip Bass. It's actually by Marilyn Monroe. And the quote is... That reminds me of from The Office when Steve Carell's
1: like, you miss 100% of the shots, you don't take Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. (laughs) This is like the same thing.
0: Marilyn Monroe, Philip Bass. Okay, so it was said by Marilyn Monroe, but sent to me by Philip Bass. Said again by Philip. Okay. Never regret anything, because at one time, it was exactly what you wanted. Live in the moment, baby. I think this goes back to a quote, another quote. My mom, my grandpa used to say to my my mom when she was younger and my mom continuously told to me when I was growing up is the youth is wasted on the young. And as life goes on and as we're young and we're having fun, we never take the time to to sit back and really acknowledge what's going on in our life and appreciate where we've come from and where we're at. And by living with no regret, by living life, you know, in the moment, hopefully you can live with a little bit less regret. And then as you go forward, I feel like peace of mind comes along just with that. Do you have anything to add there?
1: No, that was beautiful. Well said. I think live in the moment, enjoy the suck as uh, we used to hear during our basketball practice. Enjoy the suck because uh, you're never going to have that exact moment back again, whether it's a high, whether it's a low, whether you're enjoying it, whether you're not, that moment is unique. And whether you learn from it, grow from it, cherish it, you should appreciate it no matter what. So on that note, F-15, another one in the books, Parker, love you. Have a great week. Peace, everyone.
0: Hey, it's Parker again. Thanks for listening to Fortitude and 15 this week. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it may be. If you want to join the nation and follow Sam and my journey, you can follow us at ElevationNation.io. Or you can visit us on the web at www.ElevationNation.io. DM us, text us, email us if you want to share your story, you have any ideas for the podcast, or if you think anyone else should join our conversations. Our intro is produced by Jay. Shoot him a follow on Instagram at producedbyjay. Thanks to our mentors, Rich Keller and David Hess for their constant support. Be sure to tune in for the next conversation. See you then.